0: When you have a bill to pay, you should say, I am feeling really grateful that I have $150 to pay for this bill. It's down to that kind of level of gratitude that you can really raise your vibration and raise your frequency to attract more abundance into your life.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here, I hope you're doing really well. And by the way, thank you so very much for all the wonderful feedback that we have been receiving. Keep it coming, I'm absolutely loving it. Now, on today's call, I'm going to be spending some time with the wonderful Suzanne Actinson. Welcome to the show.
0: Hi, thank you very much. It's really nice to be uh, connected again.
1: Yes, and uh, just for some context, uh, Suzanne, uh, everybody uh, who was with us today, last time we tried this, um, things didn't go so well, did they? We had one technical (laughs) issue after another.
0: Yeah, we didn't manage to uh, to be able to complete the, the, the call, but um, here we are. We can, and, we can pick up from where we
1: left off. And absolutely, we were on a roll. We were having a fantastic conversation about uh, the moves that you've made and the uh, renovation work that you've done. And I'd love to retrace all of those steps. So I guess some um, of uh, the best place to, to start is at the start and just sort of find out where home is for you.
0: Um. Very good question. You know, uh, what does home actually mean? You know, I've I've often contemplated that question. um, And there's a a brilliant TED talk, actually, by a man named Pico Iar, who talks about home um, because he was a a man kind of like me who's had who's called multiple places home. Um, I was born in France. I grew up in Canada, but then I spent the last 17 years in Australia before moving back to France uh, with my family you know as a, as, a, as a grown adult so I've kind of done you know the full tour of the world I've only ever moved west um, <laughs> and so I actually have the, um, the luxury and the joy of actually calling lots of those different places home. Um, I genuinely do because my three three boys are Australian um, and we still call us we still call Australia home like the, like the, um, the Qantas ad uh, no, yes. says. And but my parents and my family are all still in Canada. And then now here I am, you know, having just um, renovated a beautiful home in France. And this is very much our home here. So I think I have this, um, you know, beautiful luxury um, to be able to have connections all over the world. Um, I think it also has to do with where you are making memories and you have people that. Uh, you love so I would say that I very much have that in 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 all of those places so yeah that's that's what you know that's where home is for me
1: for for you right now and thank you for sharing I I, I've noticed on um, social media uh, you're out and about with the family and you're living life Um, that's great to see. I was wondering what do you like doing with your family in your pastime do you have hobbies that you do with them
0: Um, yes, yeah, I mean, we live in the southwest of France. So we live uh, now very much in the country. Um, So we go hiking. Um, I love to go to the market every week. So the French market is very much a thing here. Um, And it is as you see it to be, you know, and and imagine it to be on, you know, TV and documentaries that you watch. Um, So I usually make that, you know, one of the things that I try to schedule into my calendar every Thursday morning and go be part of the market and buy fresh fruit and veg and whatnot have a coffee. Um, But we just love to get outdoors. We're kind of um, where we are, we're sandwiched between the ocean and the Pyrenees. So we're, you know, quickly in the mountains and also quickly at the sea where my boys like to surf. Um, You know, I do, I I absolutely adore my work. So even though it's not a hobby, I would say that I, um, you know, even in times when I'm, you know, resting, I am reading self-development books. I am I'm meditating, I'm doing all sorts of things that probably contribute to my work, but um, are a little offshoots of my work that have become hobbies as well.
1: Yeah, wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Now, um, for context, uh, everybody's on the call with us today. We're also going to be talking about um, uh, Suzanne's Soulful Enrollment formula and uh, the three keys to fill your program and earn the money that fuels your freedom-based lifestyle. But as is normally Mm -hmm. the case, um, we like to to do this, I guess, this precursory conversation because it does uh, give a framework to how it is that you got to be where you are. Now, I know that when you were back in Australia, one of your other Passions was um, home renovation. Tell us a little bit about that experience.
0: Yes, yeah. We, um, my husband was a builder and a property developer, so we uh, as his second career, and we so we kind of stumbled in into it um, about fifteen years ago, buying our first little apartment, and you know pulling some walls down and renovating that. um, You know, quickly thereafter, selling it, buying another little house, and obviously we realized at the time. that it was one way to kind of get ahead financially was was um, buying you know a property that was maybe the worst property in the street, renovating it and and doing it up and then selling it. And so we um, started onto that on that on that adventure, and uh, we did five renovations, I think, eventually um, finishing up with the beautiful Victorian you know terrace house um, right in the center of, of, of Melbourne that we uh, eventually rented to come here, but um that was you know that it, it, i guess i, I say we, we we fell into it, it we, we did want to use rob's trade and and what he knew but also we quickly realized that it was a it was a, a project they were projects that we could do something you know where we could do it together um, i ran an advertising agency and rob was a property develop develop developer so we found that the the building our own homes was a joint project that we could collaborate on and um you know i know that that sounds like a nightmare for some people but we really enjoyed it <laughs> Uh, I love interiors. I love, you know, really, um, you know, it's, it's having a vision for a, for, a, for a home, um, and being able to, you know, kind of bring that bring that through to fruition. So we've just done another one here. So we, um, this was a falling down French farmhouse, uh, but from the seventeen hundreds, and we've just re- you know renovated it all. And um, I don't know if this is our last one. Uh-huh. We said this is the last because it's been <laughs> it's been a it's been a massive project. Um, as you can imagine, very old house is not as, as straightforward as some of the homes that we did in, in, in Melbourne, but, um, but it's been a joy. It's been, it's been I, amazing. And uh, I, I yeah, it's it's fun I think it's in your blood.
1: It's in your blood. I think so. I, I, think so. Think, yeah. I somehow get this impression <laughs> that it's not going to be your last one. Now, I know that. Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the, that, you know, working together on a project um, is one thing, but actually moving to a place where, I guess, um, is Rob, can he speak French at all? How'd no. that go with uh, <laughs> supplies, and and where do you go? Do you have a Bunnings? What's what's the Bunnings over there like?
0: <laughs> uh, they are. The- there, there are big, big stores like that. I mean, France has a population of 80 million, so it's you know it's it's, it's much bigger than Australia. Yep. Um. So it's very well supplied when it comes to those kinds of stores. You have to figure out wh- wh- where where they are, uh, what are their names, uh, which is often something that's quite funny because we always <laughs> call them the you know the, by the wrong pronunciation. And um, yeah. Despite Rob's not like you know, I guess language and 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 not having a you know a fluent grasp of French. Um, he's absolutely, you know, made strides and, 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 and always makes an effort to, um, to, 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 to go about, like he, he went, he goes off and he ordered the carpet one day, he went to a carpet store and I, I I couldn't believe that he actually didn't take me and that he actually just went and, you know, (laughs) figured it out between his franglais and the other guys, you know, small amount of English, um, (laughs) they manage and, you know, with jests and, you know, they just, they, they get there. and, And I think, um. If you have a real can-do attitude, you, you, you can you can kind of do anything, and um, we use Google Translate a lot, and he uses <laughs> Google Translate to. Yep. Um, you know, to translate English words or, I mean, he even coaches kids in soccer, like a French team, and he's English completely. Oh, wow. So I think it's all i think it's all, all um, mindset and attitude, I really do.
1: Uh, and that's what I'd love to talk about a little bit later on because I think it's, uh, a, a, you know, a pivotal thing to have the right attitude mm. in such a, when you're out of your depth in many respects in a new location, not necessarily for yourself yes. so much, but I guess uh, in some respects, respects you might be. But now in terms of the local cuisine, what do you like to <laughs> eat over there? Is it all just fruits and veg or, you know, I think pastries. I think that sort of food when I think uh, French food. What's French food,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are pastry, you know, queens and kings. Um, oh, yeah. Croissants and, and their bakeries are, are quite amazing. They're baguette and, and, and very, you know, they're about a euro. So they're really, really cheap. I remember yep. going to the South Melbourne market for our French croissants and they were $5. Yeah, wow. Um, but they are a euro here. So it makes it very accessible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, as, as a once in a while thing, I think in, the, in my first year, I might have had, you know, a few too many, but I've, I've, I've toned it down a little bit now um, when they're full of the butter that they are, oh, but they're yeah. delicious um but this region here and and even france every region has its own you know its own thing um because we're very much in the country here meat is a big is a big part of their life um so uh, lots of pork lots of beef yep um you know their great big steaks are 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 amazing um a little bit less lamb we actually travel across to spain to get the lamb um fish of course yep Uh, but duck is also something that's very very huge in the area so you know you think of foie gras um which is like liver pate oh, yes. um but also the duck breast and um they do a thing called confit duck which is like cooking the duck breast in or cooking the duck wing and leg in its own fat um which is absolutely divine this and all of our kids all of our kids love all of these french you know delicacies as well now that they've been eating them for a few years so um Yes, we eat very, very
1: well here. <laughs> well, you talked about uh, moderation a little earlier, and it led me to start thinking about what a daily routine might include for you to look after yourself. Because um, clearly you do look after yourself. You, you, know, you, you, you eat the right foods in moderation. You have a bit of a treat now and then. So what, what does a daily routine look f- like for you? Do you have a fitness regime or anything like that?
0: I walk a lot, so because mm-hmm. you know we're in these this beautiful countryside, um, but we're also in a town. So there's a there's an old train track that was d- turned into um, uh, like a walk a walkway. Um, I did a two hour hike yesterday with one of my with one of my sons. Um, right, you know the woods right up behind us. I Have some some hikes and things like that. So that's very much part of my weekly routine. Um, I do meditate quite regularly so you know that's part of my my my, maybe not daily but if if I'm if I'm you know being good it's it's a daily thing um I you know I, I I eat very well I have my own garden where I'm you know you can't get things like um some simple things sometimes like kale is not a big thing here um so I grow my own I have my own garden and so I try to um and try to eat well. We've got chickens, so um, you know plenty, plen- pl- plenty, of eggs. Um, <laughs> and so you know, food food is a big thing for me. I think we can um, you know set ourselves up really, really well. Um, and you know, despite having three kids with different you know eating habits, um, I'll eat really well in the day so that I can not focus so much on it at you know at night maybe, and not have to get all my veg in. So I'll. Um, <laughs> I'll do that for myself in the middle of the day quite often with eggs and things like that. So, uh, yeah, I think for me it's part part food, part movement, um, part um, you know m- m- mindset and well being, yep. and keeping my mind nice and nice and clear as well.
1: Now, did you uh, at one stage? Did we talk about pets? Did you happen to have any pets? Have you? Ever no, other than the
0: chickens. <laughs> other than <laughs> the chickens, um, we don't have any other pets. We've always moved a lot. We've always. Um, You know, even when we were living in Melbourne, um, we went to, I travel a lot with my work. Uh, We went back to Canada and back to the UK where my husband's family is every year for, you know, many weeks. Um, You know, our holidays were three or four weeks long. So we never, um, we had three boys. They were the ones that were keeping us running around. Um, There's talk of a dog maybe, um, but we'll see. It it would just depend Uh on on whether or not. (laughs) (laughs) yeah whether or not our lifestyle can actually um accommodate a dog but there's been discussion it's in discussion
1: (laughs) yeah i love this sort of conversation because i get to know you as the person let alone the business owner and and the entrepreneur and and the project manager and all the rest of it so thank you very much yeah well that's the thing
0: that's the thing i mean at the end of the day we might own businesses but we are all people running our businesses and that's why i like you know i've I'm I'm a life coach, but also uh, a business coach. So I have my business experience that I can help bring to, you know, people's um, people's uh, other people's businesses. But also, there's a life coaching aspect of it that can help. Um, that helps massively on on a, on, a, on a daily basis when I speak to my clients
1: absolutely and I've seen some of the work that you've uh, shared on social media if that's anything to go by uh, your clients are certainly in for a treat now I I wonder um, on your journey there would have been ups and downs and you know we hear about overnight successes and um, you know sometimes these overnight successes take decades to get to that point but people (laughs) don't recognize that Um, tell us a little bit about the times when things weren't going so well and and what uh, I guess failure has taught you along the way
0: yeah sure I, I i agree you know i think um there's there's a lot of discussion around you know kind of how fast people have you know grown their businesses and and I even sometimes get get um uh, talk a little bit about that inter- because i because I know that it can also inspire people so mm-hmm. you know in quite a short period i have you know launched my business coaching um business so probably about eighteen months ago i started And I've, you know, I've scaled it up to quite a significant, significant level in making, you know, 20, 30 K months in a very short, short time, short, short time period. But Mm -hmm. and and so I know that that's possible for other people, but it does come with 20 years of experience. So I come, you know, Mm -hmm. with a lot of experience behind me. Um. But I've always been willing to to take a leap, and I've always been willing to to try things and to back myself. And sure, I have days when I wake up and I doubt myself, and I you know wonder what am I doing, and I feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Um, but that's where you know the kind of the strong mindset comes in. I I, I do. Um, in my first, when I left the, I was running an advertising agency, and when I first left the agency, I, uh, cr- I started my own business, and I you know it kind of was three years into that when I was felt felt a little bit lost. Actually, I yeah. sent an email out today that was that was talking about you know being lo- a bit lost and 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 what we did to 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 find ourselves again, um, which was one of the main reasons why we moved to to, to France to kind yeah. of reconnect with um, what we didn't know at the time, but what mattered most in our lives. And so, um, that experience of that, 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 first entrepreneurial experience, um, taught me more than, than, you know, that I could ever imagine. Um, so that when I recreated, you know, my, my life now, and so when I started again with a carte blanche and a clean slate, I was able to draw on the things that I felt like I had gone well, but also, you know, mostly the things that I wanted to change. And one of the massive things was, um, that you know we, we we hadn't really identified what our values were as as as, as a family and as a couple and mm-hmm. even as a business and i think there's a real opportunity to really think about how you want to show up every day and how you want to live you know in in in, in your values and, and if you don't know what those are like figure them out mm-hmm. uh which is some work that i do with my clients before starting because it's really foundational it's really um it's really important to you know stack on offers and products and you know figure out who you want to who you want to work with and if you don't know who you are and, 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 and what your values are and how you want to show up every day. It makes it really difficult to, to, um, come from a place of alignment when, when you're, when you're, you know, moving forward and and setting yourself goals and things. So, um, yeah, that was that, you know, that, 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 that experience in my first foray into entrepreneurship was definitely, um, I wouldn't say a failure, but there were lots of, lots of gaps and lots of things that I know I can see now in hindsight that I did wrong. Um,
1: It's a wonderful thing, isn't it, hindsight?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hindsight, that's right. And and, and that was how I was able to more quickly and more successfully this time around um, grow and scale my business.
1: You you mentioned earlier about taking leaps. So my assumption is that you're no stranger to risk taking. Um, You know, there's a risk versus reward equation. How do you make Mm. um, risks in what you do for your clients? And how do you encourage them to take measured steps forward?
0: Yeah, I think one is that first piece of of figuring out your values. And so once you figured out, you know, what your values are, and 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 also, you know, what your vision is, then you can figure out. You know, if you don't have your vision, you kind of don't know where you're going. It's like a GPS. You know, you're not setting the location in in the GPS. You've got nowhere to for it to for it to go. You and to it, yeah. you know, sure, it's gonna it's gonna weave and it's gonna go in and out and it's gonna go all sorts of different ways um, on its on your way to to to, to that goal, but. Um, you know, I think that that would be, um, you know, th- that's what I, ha- that's what I, you know, I help my clients do um, on a daily basis um, is kind of tr- try to m- try to map out where they're where they're going, um, and you know, having those having those values set as a first and you know, the first step is um, is quite key.
1: Do you talk to uh, your clients about stepping away at all and and have, having having a break? Or is it go, go, go until you get results? What's your approach?
0: No, all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm really big on helping people. Um, I run my business in about 15, maybe 20 hours a week. Um, and because I have kids and because I also, you know, I don't want to burn myself out again. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, I want to run my business from a place of ease and, and, and flow. So, um, it's a word that I say every single day to my clients about ease and flow. Um, Love it. there's a lot of, a lot of discussion because I worked, you know, in, in corporate for a long time. There's a lot of, um, you know, masculine ways of working and, 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 and very much, you know, doing, and, and we are obviously different beasts, men and women. And, and there are more feminine ways of working in your, in your, you know, in your, in, in your feminine and letting yourself work with more, with more flow and with more ease um, you know, some people track the moon, some people track their own feminine cycles, you know, there's lots of different things that we can do to increase our productivity and actually not uh, do more in less time as opposed to you know hustling and grinding and doing more and more and more uh to achieve the same goals
1: and i would suggest that uh, men can learn a lot from the way um women conduct themselves in the workplace that's for sure and certain
0: yeah um, absolutely and and you know and vice versa so it's not course. men versus women it's no, just that you not. know because of the patriarchy and the way that things have yep. been for the last you know whatever a thousand years we're shifting the way that we've learned yeah yeah absolutely so um It's really interesting once you start, you know, delving into it and just, you know, and and, and learning about it. And this is what I'm, you know, when you talk about hobbies and I'm constantly reading about these kinds of things and, uh, I wish I had been taught as a teenager that there was, you know, other ways of working that I could work 15 hours a week with ease and with flow, (laughs) you know, uh, if I know that the full moon is coming or the new moon is coming or know what my cycle is doing. And there's ways of of going with the flow as opposed to, you know, against the grind.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, this hindsight is a very powerful thing, isn't it? Isn't it?
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. (laughs) I I, I just wonder um, if we could shift gears and and talk directly about the um, soulful Enrollment Formula. What is that all about? Sounds fan- fascinating.
0: <laughs> um, I guess I just come about, so I've, I've always been a salesperson at heart and the, you know, one of the number one challenges that many entrepreneurs have is uh, finding clients and enrolling you know, people into their programs. They create courses and, and, and lots of people come with lots of skills and, and, um, and create you know, programs and offerings, especially in the coaching industry. Um, but no matter what you're selling, um, you know you create these things, and then you have a challenge, which is okay. No one's buying it, or no one's joining my program, or you know, seeing my seeing my work. So I believe that there's a way of coming at our business, um, like I'm, like I just finished saying, with more ease and more flow. Yeah. And the 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 the, um, the catalyst of that is actually by being more authentically ourselves. So the more that we show up as ourselves in our business and we are, you know, show our vulnerabilities, show our, show our, you know, our true selves in whether, whether it be social media or, um, you know, in, in, in emails that you might write or in your programs, the more success you will have at, you know, truly magnetizing your, 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 your client. And um, that's the, that's the key of it. It's not actually, it's not rocket science. No. um you know people want to buy from people and people want to want to connect um so it's actually you know simplifying sales and making people realize that um it's not about you know about selling something it's really about showing up and serving some you know serving and and i know that i can change someone's life someone's life if Yep. I can help them, you know, get out of the rut that they're in where they're making, you know, I don't know, $1,000 a month and take them up to $10,000 a month. That's a massive difference with someone's life. And so that's the service that I provide mm-hmm. and that I feel passionate about and I, I'm convinced about. And so I have this belief. So when I show up and talk about my content or talk about anything in my business, I come with that with that passion. Yep. And yep. first and yep. foremost, I just show up as myself.
1: Absolutely. And that's um really um sage advice is to be yourself because i know that that is very difficult very challenging for (laughs) people to to do especially if they're locked in the way of thinking they have let's say a negative mindset and a belief about themselves is that fear um something that people can overcome and and you know is a is it a long process
0: um Look, every single every single person, including me, and probably yourself, has has fear. Um, yeah. But quite often, you know, f- fear comes from um, fear is, a, is is a feeling. It comes from thoughts. So thoughts create our feelings. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yes, we can absolutely change our thoughts. And sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're having a thought of, uh, you know, I can't do this, or you know, no one's out there to buy, or. Um, you know, just, just, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling doubtful about, you know, the results I'm getting for my clients. Well, those thoughts are creating this feeling of fear and you can totally reframe those thoughts. You can, um, you know, there's a, there's a wide range of different things that you can do to, uh, improve your thoughts. And so that mindset work that I do with clients and even the work, the work that I do for myself is, is, is giving yourself some space, and so that for me, that might be walking, that might be meditation, that might be journaling to get some of those thoughts down to see whether or not they're actually true thoughts. So if those tr- th- those thoughts that I write down, I realize are not are not true or making me feel fear, feel fearful, <laughs> then what thoughts can I replace it with? And if we replace them with positive, encouraging you know, optimistic thoughts, we can absolutely rewrite, you know, how we how we feel on a daily basis to being motivated, to being excited, to being confident, uh, as opposed to overwhelmed and doubtful and, 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 and fearful. So, absolutely, it does take, sometimes it takes time, but sometimes it's just literally opening someone's eyes to that conversation and realizing, you know, where they've been operating from. And so, I believe that, yes, that's mindset, but then that obviously has a massive impact on our energy. And... The more we think optimistically, the more we think about, you know, gratitude, the more we celebrate our small successes. You know, we are all energy, right? We are all, everything is energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those are very high vibration um, characteristics. So if you're always thinking in that sense, you're probably going to magnetize, you know, that's the whole like for like law of attraction. But if you're always in the doldrums and you're thinking about your debt that you have and you're thinking about negative feelings, what are you going to attract? You're going to attract more of that. More you're going to attract more debt. You're going to attract more negativity and people that, you know, that don't serve your, your, your purpose.
1: It's a tremendous uh, loss for people who go throughout life, um, throughout their life, not ever recognizing that, you know, it, basically, if it's going to be, it's going to be up to me. And just shifting that self-talk um is Absolutely. a very powerful thing now um, yes yeah you um you talked about um <coughs> the law of attraction what does that actually mean to to people who does who don't know what this is and how do they apply it
0: so the basis of law of attraction is that like attracts like mm-hmm. so um what you you what you put out will attract what you you know what, the the, the energy you that you're putting out exactly so, um, you know, it's, 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 physics, the fact that we are all energy it's down to our, down to our cells. And when people, um, like I said, can, um, are, are vibrating at a frequency that is at a high, you know, at a high frequency. So mm-hmm. there's ways of doing that. So celebration and gratitude is the highest form of, of frequency that you can vibrate at. What do you feel when you feel grateful? You know, so that that's why when people talk about, you know, Oprah has been talking about it for years, you know, practice gratitude. There's, there's a reason why she says practice gratitude because you emit a very high frequency of vibration when you're at that level. And then you will attract more of that thing um, that you are um, that you are practicing you're into your life in seeking into your life. That's right. So if you're, like I said, if it's if it's a money thing, um, if you're always focusing on your debt and oh, I've got another bill to pay. You know, when when you have a bill to pay, you should say, I am feeling really grateful that I have the hundred and fifty dollars to pay for this bill. You know, and 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 it's down to that kind of level of of um, of gratitude that you can really raise your vibration and raise your frequency to attract. Uh, more abundance into your life and so it's it's since i've been practicing it i think it's 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 changed my life um and it really does attract me these clients that i just pinch myself after i get the chance to 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 work work with them because yeah they really they really fuel me i fuel them it's this beautiful exchange um because we're I'm, i'm magnetizing that kind of person who also um, who also, you know, vibrates at that level, who, who gets to mm. what, what I'm feeling, who, who gets what, what, what I'm doing.
1: It's very uplifting. It begs the question, Suzanne, if, if we have so much negative media around us or if we mm-hmm. hang around those who are always seemingly in the doldrums, there
0: mm-hmm. seems
1: to be an opportunity to reduce our exposure and move to different groups of people. Is that the sort of 100%. path that people should be thinking about?
0: One hundred percent. So, you know, and right now, especially, you know, over the last couple of years, especially with COVID and, mm-hmm. and, and, and media, I'm not a massive news news uh, consumer, but I do watch. And, you know, I'm not naive to what's going on. Um, yep. My husband loves the news. So I ask him what's going on and he gives me the five second, <laughs> you know, kind of recap of it. <laughs> the um,
1: version. And then
0: I yeah. And then I put my boundaries up again and say, OK, you actually say sometimes <laughs> that's enough. I've had enough. enough. Yeah. Um,
1: yep. There's never any good you know, news. Too much. <laughs>
0: no i know well that's the whole thing that the media is selling news right yeah, so they're going to give you the news that that's going to make people want to consume more of it and that's why it's not always 100 percent truthful yeah. um it's not always 100 um you know um, conducive to you feeling really good about yourself so yes like cutting down on news consumption is absolutely a way of doing it and also people in your life like there's you got to have boundaries you got to have um, you know ways of there are sometimes people in your life that you have to actually let go of and that can be really hard and painful but it's if they're dragging you down and they're not helping you get to where you want to get to then you know you have to think about yourself at the end of the day and if and if they're keeping you from getting you know from you getting to your goals because they're super negative and and just not even friends you know friends you might see on the weekend and you you always see see them every you know friday for drinks and And maybe it might be a hard decision that you need to make about not seeing them anymore if, you know, one of them is super, super negative. But,
1: you
0: know, you have to.
1: Life is uh, too short and it most certainly is not a dress rehearsal, is it? Now, I'd love to learn a little bit, um, uh, uh, in fact, a lot about um, the process that you would take somebody uh, who wants to work with you through. Um, is there some sort of uh, onboarding sequence to see if you're a good fit and whether or not you can help people? Talk us through that.
0: Yeah, look, I, I think the, um, the best thing is to have a chat. I, you know, I, I know that I, you know, experience wise, my strategies, my skills can probably help anybody and everybody, but that not everybody and anybody is gonna wanna work with me. And I wanna work with people where there's a really good, like I talked about, magnetic fit, and there's a really good match. Yep. Um, and so I love just getting on a call with somebody and just, you know, sussing it out and getting to know each other a little bit. Because, you know, even if I'm working with somebody for a month, so I'll work with somebody maybe for a month or up to six months. Most people come in have come in for six months because there's quite a big job to do. But let's say even just for a, a month, it's, you know, we're talking every week. We talk in between on, on voice messaging apps. You know, I really take a vested interest in helping you, you know, get from where you are to get to where you want to get to and work on your mindset. And, and I really get to know my clients and I get, you know, very vested. So I want to work with people that, like I said, that fuel me um, and who I really genuinely understand the challenge, but also that they're ready for it. You know, they're ready for, they're ready for the investment. They're ready to, you know, um, to lean into the discomfort because it's sometimes it's not fun. No, <laughs> um,
1: no.
0: You know, the, 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 growth is often where, you know, the, 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 the discomfort comes where you're, where you're, where you're, where you're, growing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so you know, in order to really join and and, and and do that process together, you have to you have to make sure there's a fit. So I I love just getting on a call with people, and and um, I offer that as a as, as a as a free call with somebody for you know a half an hour. It really gives us a good sense. And now with you know everybody's on Zoom, but you know the um, I do everything on Zoom. My clients are all over the place, from 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 Australia to 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 the UK to
1: to North America. So and everywhere in between yeah, I'm very now. Lucky. And everywhere in between. <laughs> do you have different levels of programs, or is there just like one level, or how does that work?
0: No, I do. Um, so I, I, I haven't even mentioned. I mean, I do have a group program. So if people mm-hmm. are wanting to, um, you know, you know, just get get their first foray into what, what I what I do, I have a group program, a group course, a course that people can just buy. And and um, at the moment, I'm running it live, but you can usually buy it, you know, just off the shelf kind of thing. Yep. yep. Um, and that's at a lower investment level. And then, um, you know, a one month is, you know, is a, is a one month investment, so that's kind of, you know, if it's slightly higher. And then, obviously, a six month is a higher commitment, you know, financially. But um, yeah, so there's kind of like a small, medium, large version of what you can um, of what you can do currently. And you know, as coaches, we're constantly developing programs based on what our clients need. Um, so I have no doubt that I'll be, you know, continuing to develop different things for um, for my audience. And and I, and I do love to give people a little bit of a. Um, of a a, a bite-sized, you know, version of, 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 um, or, you know, experience of what I, what I do. So one is either a free call. I have some free resources on my website. I've got blogs on my website. Um, I'm always, I do like live videos on my Instagram page every week and, and you can get a sense of, you know, who I am, what I'm talking about and, um, and the kind of stuff that I teach.
1: Do you enjoy writing?
0: I love writing. Yeah, I love writing, and, and and writing a book is on is one of the things on my list to do. <laughs> <laughs> so when's that
1: coming? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I hope in the next twelve months. Um, yeah, I'm just a, I'm not, I, I would like to um, develop a podcast actually, um, and write a book. So I'm not quite sure which one I'm going to do first, but oh. it's certainly something on my <laughs> radar for the next twelve months.
1: That's excellent. I've absolutely loved this call. We've learned so much in such a short, condensed amount of time and we could have taken this conversation in so many different directions. (laughs) Now, um, importantly, what is the actual um, domain name where people might find you along with any other places they might reach out to you?
0: Sure. Um, so, I have a unique name, so it's not, you know, Jane Smith. It's quite easy to easy to find <laughs> if you can spell it correctly. Um, so, ev- everywhere, whether it's LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and even my website is all just Suzanne Acteson's. So, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, and then Acterson, Acteson, A-C-T-E-S-O-N. Um, you can find me on any one of those platforms.
1: Well, that's too easy. Look, everybody was on the call today. I hope you've had a wonderful time with us as much as uh, I have had a wonderful time spending some time with you on the My Future Business show today.
0: Thanks, Rick. It's been great um, great to be a part and I uh, I look forward to connecting with some of your community.
1: Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call,